0: Minnesota Vikings fans, welcome back to the Purple People Eaters podcast. He's Aaron, I'm Chris, and we're here to talk about some good old-fashioned Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, they didn't get the job done, but, you know, it was a Well, they actually did. What am I saying? They got the job done. Push comes to shove. Lots of things had to happen. And, by the way, just one of them didn't, so it wouldn't have mattered. They wouldn't have gotten the playoffs for all the folks that wanted to get there and crash and burn. Um, you know, it is what it is. They, they got the job done. Old Nicky Mullins came through with some picks late to seal the deal. And we even moved up a notch rather than going down. So we're at the 11th pick. So we'll talk, you know, vaguely about the game. I mean, J.J., Jefferson still's like, no, still going to have a great season. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We're, we're just going to do kind of a quick review of, of that type of stuff. Kind of an overview, wrapping up the season. Obviously, there's a lot of questions. Kirk Cousins, Daniil Hunter, whole lot of questions to be asked there. We'll address some of it. We don't want to have, this isn't a free agency show. We will be having that, by the way. Um, and also, by the way, This will be the last Purple People Eaters podcast before free agency, and we will be transitioning into Timberwolves slash Gophers basketball. Next Monday, we're back at it, and, boy, do we got a lot to talk about, actually, with both programs. Speaking of both programs, we will finish the show per usual. um, Talking the Gophers football, they did get a D.C. uh, Their prized recruit went off in the All-American game, and all that good stuff. We got Daniel Driver's um, kid now uh, from Penn State. So we'll, we'll talk it all through in just a short little bit. If this is your first time listening to the Purple People Eaters podcast, welcome. It streams live right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Radio. You don't have to go to Blog Talk Rope-A-Dope. You can find the, the, the show in a variety of places under the Rope-A-Dope radio podcast banner. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Google Podcasts. You can download the podcast app. Um, and, you know, a host of other places, Podbean, Podbay, Podtail, all sorts of places. Don't forget to go to Spricker, Living in Loserville. Um, and while you're at it, why don't you head on over to the grueling dot at sports news twenty-four? One more thing, direct T V stream right now. You can still watch it. Or the start of it, I should say. Catch the college football national championship game and save up to sixty-four ninety-nine when you say when you sign up, excuse me, for direct TV stream. Uh you could save literally sixty-nine ninety-eight for the first two months. Uh, When you get the entertainment package and direct TV sports pack, direct TV stream, check it out. Sign up today. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and bring in Aaron to the fold. Um, We do finally have have some cold weather coming. I see some negative lows coming. Uh, Still waiting for that big, big snow, but they keep saying something's coming. Anyway, hey, the Vikings didn't mess it up, my friend.
1: They did not mess it up. I I thought that uh I was pretty sure they were gonna win that game in one way or another, you know, before the game started. But as first quarter kind of ran through, I'm like, okay, this is better. This is better. For some reason, I thought you know Mullins was gonna come out and throw six touchdowns, and you know, we end up with a 16th pick or something like that. I'm, of course, I root for the team. I'm not a you know, uh, a guy that wants them to lose often, but at death point, I think we went through it last uh, show. It just was zero reason to win that game. Um And I was really surprised that, you know, Campbell kept all his guys in for the whole game, Um, but he did. And, you know, it, was, it brought up a lot of issues with the squad we'll get to. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I was one game off, I think, of my prediction at the beginning. I thought we'd get six wins. So it ends up we get seven wins. No, obviously, I had no idea how we would get there, but uh this is how it it happened. What a year it's been. I mean four quarterbacks and you know no jefferson it's It was quite a season and a lot of ups and downs chris
0: yeah, and even you know I think now that we've seen the games, even me, I think I went low if we if we think about you know let's say what a cousin missed we were four and four, right? cousins missed nine games, and Jefferson missed seven. So let's say Jefferson, let's say we don't lose Cousins and Jefferson, let's say it's just a kind of a bad sprain ankle. So he misses only three or two or three games. I, that's 10 wins and above. If you look at how these games went, um, pretty crazy though. You're right. <laughs> Playing quarterback carousel and yeah, even that drive coming out, you know, when they, when it was 13 zero felt pretty good about it as far as losing and then they, you know, managed to get two field goals. But when they came out and had a drive going, it didn't pick up that first down. It was like, okay, it's 26. We're good to go. Of course, they had to, you know, come back and, and, and get it to, you know, 20 to 13. And then a two-play, you know, <laughs> catch and really run. Dude was looking Saint, – St. Saint Brown just finds a way to mess us up every time we play him. Um, but he was looking like USC – Reggie Bush on that play, just scooting over here. Actually, I'm going to go over here. Actually, I'm going to go over here. But then we had to go ahead and scoot with our former USC player, uh, Pitt and USC player, and get it to 27-20. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Had that long-ass 12-play drive that ended at a pick, and then they got a 3 and out And you're like, dude, what's going on? And it's funny because I was talking to my buddy while I'm watching it and I said, come on, Nikki. Come on, Nikki Mones. You got one more in you. And sure enough, he came through in the clutch. Um, you know, the guy's going to throw a whole lot of, for a whole lot of yards, almost 400 again. And he's going to throw some timely, pretty silly picks. Um, you know, Ty Chandler definitely popped. He's, uh, you know, 5.8 a clip. Probably would have kept using him if it wasn't for the turnover and downs and and picks and all that. Uh, But frickin' Jefferson, 12 catches on 14 targets, 192. I mean, golly, this kid, man, he is just so damn special. And, you know, there are people that don't want to re-sign him somehow. And it's like you do realize that if you re-sign him and then four years go down the line, you can then trade him. If you want to, you know, like it's just having him extended for a long contract just makes everything better in general. And for those who want to move on from cousins. So you're going to get rid of fucking Jefferson on the cheap contract thing that we always hear about with a QB coming in. That's what you're going to do. I mean, this is just silly sometimes. Um, but anyway, um, I, I did think, um, Like I said, Mullins is a great backup. Uh, He'll get you through a couple of uh, games if you need it, no doubt about it. I did think, uh, you know, Cam Bynum had a rough game last week. I thought he had a nice bounce back. He he really looked pretty good out there. You could kind of see, you know, Murphy kind of up and down this year, probably more up than down in my opinion. But you definitely, when he has been hurt or, you know, out of the game fully, it's like, whoo, you know, like I don't know if I like that. DJ definitely was missed as well. Uh we were talking about it before we hit record that Evans had a rough patch to close the season. So there's still questions at quarterback just in general. Got some positives, but some negatives. But overall, you know, we got the job done and it was a crazy freaking season. To start out 1 and 4 and then 5 and 0 oh, and then 1 and 5 down the stretch. Just it is crazy though that when, you know, it is going to be one of those what if type of seasons. Cause when we were four and four beating the Niners, um, which is actually the only game I, I won seven games, picking the loser or not picking it, um, betting, you know, against the bikes. The one game I didn't win was that Niners game, but it, you know, and then after green Bay had cousins, not got hurt to start that stretch of, I mean, what was it, five in a row? But then I think you could add, like, two more that were super winnable, these last two not as much, especially last week, um, as far as how the games played out, of course. But just an up-and-down all-around year started out with, like, trying to set the record for fumbles. Um, I guess we were trying to set the record, at least the the club record, for for picks, I guess you could say, down the stretch. I don't know, but – I'll say this. It was entertaining, that's for sure, Aaron. I mean, it was all – I mean, our views went from up, down, all around this whole season, man.
1: Yeah, the turnovers, Chris, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, that was from game one to game 17, it was an issue, Um, whether it's Nicky Mullins or Josh Dobbs, you know, different circumstances. Hell, even Madison was coughing up the ball beginning of the season. Uh, Jefferson had the infamous goal line deal there uh, in Philadelphia. So that was kind of the tail of the tape there. A lot of turnovers, uh, defense was like you said, good synopsis I thought on the defense there, you know, it's got bits and pieces, obviously pace was a good pickup. He'll probably get paid a little bit more. What are you gonna do about Hicks? That's a question we'll get to in a different show. Um, and do you like him? Do you want to replace linebackers? I mean, we got a lot of things your squad's going to need defensive line, offensive line, you know, uh quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. And we just don't have any answers until, what, the, the league year comes along, unless they want to extend Cousins early or deal with Hunter early or Jefferson, for that matter. Hell, even Darisaw, they could even deal with that coming up. So there's just – to see what direction they're going to go, I think it's going to go one or two ways. You know, you're going to get what the Wilfs want because they're the owners, and they're going to say we want this and that. And, you know, even off-air, Chris, you mentioned, you know, about the rebuild, competitive rebuild and where we are in that stage. And a lot of people think, well, you know, get rid of the competitive rebuild and, and just call it a rebuild. Well, you know, it, it is a rebuild, but it's the competitive part to me means how I understand it is that you're, grad, you're not going to bottom out. You're not going to cut guys you shouldn't cut like or, or have a fire sale like Chicago did. You know, you're going to replace parts and pieces as you're moving down the road. You now there's a lot of free agents coming up, some significant, some are a lot of depth stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see how Kwesi plays this offseason, especially with the number 11 pick. Um, How much input does KOC have in Flores? Does Flores get to pick in the draft or, let's say, free agency? Um, A lot of open questions about this offseason. It's almost like to a point where it's, like, exciting to kind of see and it'll be really revealing to know, you know, because if you start seeing things, for instance, like, you know, Cousins re-signed on a team-friendly deal. Followed up by Hunter getting finally getting his payday. You know, I'm probably going to take that as, uh, you know, kicking the can. Like we're not going to, you know, we're going to continue to think that we can win, uh, uh, or get to the playoffs. And that's the goal to get to the playoffs and get in the dance. I'm more of a, a super bowl guy, like take your shots. I don't mind being down two years, three years. You know, everybody's got a real aversion to let's say you, you do draft a young quarterback. You know, it might take a year. You might – six and ten. Well, you were seven and fucking ten this year. You know, you what's the difference there? There's nothing to really be afraid of. Nonetheless, I'm digressing here. Um, You know, I guess I'm interested, Chris, how you sort of view this off season? To me, it's going to tell you, you know, what kind of the state of the franchise as far as the, the Wilfs are concerned. And that's more – I want to see, you know, that direction. Can Quasi call the shots or is it still the Wilfs saying – You know, I just want to fill seats. I want to make some money. Let's keep them competitive. It's an interesting uh, uh, juxtaposition here, and and I I can't wait to find out uh, what direction that is.
0: Well, the way the offensive talent on this team, I don't know if you can just, you know, win four games with it, only four games. I don't – I'm not sold that you could – that. So even, um, like, let's say life without cousins. Well, I would definitely, I would definitely uh, re-sign Mullins uh, as the in-betweener. I definitely would. Um, whether he, you know, let's say uh, uh, Jaden Daniels or whatever, um, you know, looks good. In camp and all that, we decide to start them and then it doesn't look so good. And all of a sudden, you're going to ruin the kid's confidence. Let's go with Mullins. or you start with Mullins. you get someplace, you get to the place in the season where you're like, eh, you know, and and then you you know, and then you go with the youngster. It, it kind of matters. There's there's all sorts of ways to do it. I think that's what I get lost. I'm seeing these examples, and there's no context once again. Just like. Green Bay, you got Mackie out there saying, well, oh, Green Bay didn't mind moving on. Okay, what did Green Bay do, though? They went to three straight, didn't they go to three straight championships there for a second, and in after two of them, they drafted a quarterback, and he sat there for two years, and then they moved on. We saw it with Philly. Chiefs, they didn't need to bottom out to do it. In the whole bottom out thing, the competitive rebuild is a true thing. It's lived up to it. But the rebuild part, it's happened. It's already happened. And when you look at this stuff just kind of lightly, just kind of thinking it through, um, I mean, for instance, on offense. So on offense, and and we're talking about folks on the team right now already on contract for the new year, like you said, right, in March, whatever, March 13th. I forgot the date. Uh, So that doesn't include Hunter and it doesn't include Cousins, and, and you could talk about other names too, but on this roster on offense, who is two things, right? Because that's what you do when you want to turn the page, right? You want to turn the page. You want to cut guys that are past their prime clearly and making way too much money. Well, fucking tell me who's doing that on offense, people. Tell me. Are you going to go with Ham? Age 30, Ham, who probably makes too much money considering how much he's on the field. You know, who Who there is past their prime? Let's turn the page. Let's rebuild on offense. I, I really want to know because I do remember, if we're talking Skull North, I do remember, what's well, his toes? Uh, um, not Dax, not Phil Mackey, but Judd. Judd, during their reckless speculation, talked about trading Darasa. I mean, that is acid night. So you're gonna get this young QB in here and then take away the blind spot. Is that really what you're gonna do? Like, it's ridiculous. Though, so well, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. On offense, tell me who who can we cut that's overpaid and past their prime on offense. We'll move to defense next.
1: I'm really with you on that. There really isn't anybody like like you said, CJ Ham. Is the only guy that's even remotely in that category on offense. Um, but I think Judd's uh conclusion was if you if you get Penix because he's left-handed, that would make Derosaw the. Offside I, I saw the tackle. whole thing, and
0: he didn't he didn't say if you get Penix. This was a while ago. This oh, okay. is even before Penix rise,
1: actually. Okay, well, he must have you know changed his thought. Nonetheless, I saw where he was saying only if you get Penix because he's left-handed that makes Derosaw the offside. Uh, tackle nonetheless yeah I would not that's just a pillar I don't care what quarterback you bring in here whether it's a free agent you know I don't want that trust me I want to draft a young kid but let's say they say oh we'll take Gardner Minshew and draft a fourth round quarterback and then we'll try to see what we can get on Jaron Hall whatever god-awful situation might occur um, you're still going to need the there O'Neal there Uh, The interior is going to have issues and that's what I'm going to harp on mostly for the off season of both offensive and defensive. I mean, the defensive line is is depleted, Chris. I don't know what
0: else you want to say. That's later. Let's stay on this subject though. Um, Defense. One guy stands way out past his prime. And if you look at his cap number would be making too much money. Harrison Smith. Now it, you know, we Hmm. know safeties can last longer he wasn't get exploit he wasn't getting exploited this year. But is he in his prime? No. Would he be making too much money at that cap number? Yeah, sure. So whether, you know, we know safeties can last longer, like are we talking about, but maybe it's another year, maybe it's two. He doesn't even know. He said, I don't know if I'm gonna retire. But who else there it is is past their prime making way too much money? The average age of this team coming in this year was 25.9, that was 17th in the league, the leader is 25.1, okay? So, and that's coming into this league, obviously. You may get a youngster, that messes up, you may sign an older guy, you know, off the couch or whatever, that messes up. I'm talking about coming in this league. I guess my point is, when you look even just last year's list, not even talking about the two years prior, which is chopped full of – uh Names, but even Thielen, Tomlinson, Zadarius, Daniel, uh, Delvin Cook, which how'd that work out? Uh, Patrick Peterson. Um, I mean, those were guys making some pretty big money that were probably not in their one or there weren't in their prime. I mean, there's other guys too, um, you know, that that plays into it that that weren't, you know, the last few years. So that's the whole point. This, you're not going to blow up this roster because if you're going to get by on that four to five years, and really it's four years cheap because the extension kicks in for that one year. And that does go up Uh, right now. For instance, a guy that would be drafted was drafted lower than more than likely where we'd be picking was Jefferson. And next year he's making because of, you know, what he's done in the, in the league, almost 20 mil. Right. So if we're going to, get that – we've been talking about this for years, the the four-year cheap quarterback, young quarterback, right? Then you're not going to blow up this individual roster. It makes no sense. And we already have a door with a bunch of free agents. Some of them, like you said, are backups, depth. Some of them are just going to be very affordable. You know, the ones that stand out, like we've mentioned, Cousins, DJ Wanham, Reisner, and Hunter. Those are the four where you're like, okay, let's see. Um But it's not – we've already – I'm not saying we've blown it up, but, man, I mean, the building, it's not open for business. The bridge is – you can't cross the bridge. You can only walk over it right now. You can't cross it with a vehicle.
1: Yeah, I think people are more looking for, like, you know, like a bolt of lightning. Like, we just cut 29 guys, and, you know, if you've looked at since Kwasi got here – like you said last year, that was sort of the cutting. That was the cutting-off season. That's where they got rid of, like you said, all those aging old players that peaked probably two years before that, you know, Cook and, and so on. And now we're in a spot where, okay, you're looking at, you've got some flexibility with Cousins. You've got some flexibility with Hunter. Uh, everybody's, nothing's really ironclad at the moment, and you got a little bit of money to work with, and you got a pretty nice set of draft picks that's the rebuild retool that's that's the moving forward the the cutting is done because there's like you said chris you were very clear and and right about the fact that there's really nobody i'm harrison smith but you know he can come back i'm sure he's got a year left in him to do what he does and and if not you're going to see what you want and seen or you're going to get another safety um but i think if harrison chooses to stay here uh, i think they'll make it very very available to him to stay here and retire a viking um But after that, you're right. The cutting's done. Now it's the the building. It's the, you know, where do we go in the draft? Quarterback's a huge one. Like you said, those dominoes will fall probably. It'll probably go in the order of, let's say, probably Cousins. And then once that shoe drops, it'll be Hunter. You know, it depends on who wants what, you know, but, you know, cause Hunter might yeah. go in there tomorrow and say, look, I want to be here. Let's get something done right now. Blah, blah, blah. Make it Well, and he's in his prime too. So that
0: might be a little more difficult than the yeah. cousins. Ones. You never yeah. And them.
1: I don't see him leaving, but you know, shit. Maybe his agent gets a call and there's big money out there. Who knows? But, uh, like I said, it's, it's too early right now to speculate. I mean, the season basically finished yesterday. Um, and I suppose if we do something ridiculous like, I don't know, Trey Jefferson or, or Darius, we'll probably come on and do an emergency show, Chris. That's probably what we do. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but I I don't foresee any of that. Uh, I think an interesting topic uh, after we talk about defense, though, is, like, you know, you extend Jefferson this offseason, you know, and, and how much is he really going to get, Chris, as opposed to how much he wants and what does that do? to your competitive rebuild. Those are some interesting questions we don't have to get to now, but that's another very, you know, thing that this offseason is just, there's a lot, like you said, there's just a lot going on. And it's going to be fun to see how it all works out in the end.
0: Yeah. And when we talk about cap, we can't stick to one number, but just real quick, Dustin Baker, there are 11 players scheduled to be under contract in 2024. um, When Kwasi took over. And he says that's 11 on the roster that will grow to 90 by May, 88% of the turnover. So I I can't, I just can't listen to the nonsense. And it's not fans, man. Hey, I've said a lot of crazy stuff watching a game, throwing my hat at the damn TV. You know what I mean? I'm not blaming the fans, okay? But when the media are the ones that's saying it, that's where I do have problem. Um, and obviously, you know, the cousins thing, you know, when we say the kicking down the can thing, it can be, it's a fact as far as, you know, next year, right. But as far as money and what's available, it's not kicking that far down now, I don't foresee us signing to a four-year deal. You know what I mean? No, yeah. If he wants a four-year deal or five-year deal, well then, yeah, hell no, 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 thanks. Have a good one, buddy. Maybe I'll see you at church. No, but uh, you know, okay. But it, it, that's. I don't think there's a four or five year deal, especially coming off what he's coming off of. I, I just don't see that. But um Hunter now with two full seasons of different style of defenses and he's third, you know, and third style of defense now, Um, you know, he's 29. Those years he missed were nothing to do with his legs. So he's got fairly fresh legs. I think people are kind of, and he wants to be here. He said it right after the game. He said it multiple times. He would have already dipped a long time ago, right? He had plenty of time to hold out or whatever. So I I think that some folks are just kind of like when we talk about, cap, you know, we don't know what the exact cap's even going to be or how much money we'll have exactly. Right now, I think we're like eighth or something like that in the most cap. Um, people see like Cousins and Hunter's cap number and assume that their contracts will be on top of that. But that money was pushed up for a reason. And that's why I liked about it because it showed, hey, we're either going to be able to do a deal with you guys. And if not, then it'll just be this one year, we're not going to kick it down the, the, the way, and it'll be fine. But when we talk about kicking it down, if you look at the year after, 2025, as it stands, we have $140 million in cap room. The year after, $226 million in cap room. You go to 2027, there's only $21 million even on the team that's it like it's 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 not um we don't have a cap issue i know that they wanted you to believe that but it's not and it all came from cousins who was the 15th paid quarterback this year and and we'll talk about what he wants or what he doesn't want but if he wanted that crazy 45 50 60 million people are saying some of them media members um And they're starting to come down on that, but he signed an extension for thirty-five mil. That was a cap hit of twenty point two. So that even the full thirty-five, like what he's actually getting paid, that was the fifteenth ranked. You know, he was having through eight games, he was having one of the best years as a quarterback so far. We don't know how it would have ended those five games in a row. Where we play pretty mediocre teams. My guess is that it wouldn't have slowed down, but it doesn't matter. It's either here or there. But I think people got to realize we don't have cap issues in the future. So just take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. But what about Aaron taking a risk? Like you said, taking a risk to, to move on from cousins. Why not? What about taking a risk and getting up to the third spot or whatever spot to get one of these top quarterbacks? Would you be in favor of that? I Absolutely. Mean, oh, because you got to take a risk one or the other.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the deal. I trust that KOC quasi, um, will leave the Wills out of it because I really feel like KOC was kind of brought here to do exactly this is to spot the guy and to get him. Right. So I think the, the Wils would be behind a move like that. Now we're at, we're at 11. Um, so let's say you go through the combine, you've seen everybody, you like three guys. Let's say you like, uh, Williams, May, Penix, and Jaden Daniels, maybe. You know, um, one of those guys might fall to you at 11. Um, are you willing to wait and sit and wait there? Or is, you know, or is it one guy that you like? Um, like the I Chargers
0: pick a lot of people are talking about because, you know, right. they have a quarterback.
1: Yeah. And you can get your guy. Now, Williams is my guy. and. Is he out of range? We don't know how things are going to shake out. But I don't see him going any farther, any lower than three. You know, I mean, that's even. Two is probably, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah. But I don't see him going anywhere different than three. So to go from 11 to three, it's not as much as you would think it would be. But it is still quite a bit. You'd have to give up your first this year, obviously, a pick swap. And then a second this year. And then probably a first next year seems to be the going rate there. But let's say it's, it's Caleb and you that's the guy you targeted. Right. At this point, man, and
0: you, you got go, the parts in place on offense already.
1: You go get the guy, right? And I don't care what it costs you to be honest. I really don't sure. care. If, if you identify that this is the guy, then right. it's, you know, then go get him because you know, if that's something Spielman never did. He never even, you know, he thought it was a job security thing to just stay the fuck away from quarterbacks. He did it with with Ponder once through one and it didn't work out for him. And then yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, you know, in the thirty first pick, I think. Which kinda of worked out, but you know It seemed Teddy like never... it was
0: turning the corner in a positive way.
1: Right. But if you got a quarterback rich draft, supposedly, like look, this isn't an, an exact science. We all know that by now. Mm. You know, like it just True. it is what it is. You don't know a guy's makeup. You don't know how he's gonna handle bright lights, a lot of money, all the flash, you know, just gonna study film, things like that. Uh, but you <laughs> make your best you make your best judgment and uh you know that little practice run with Jaron Hall last year. I thought everything I saw them in their pre-draft process there seemed pretty good. Did you hear the rumor, Chris, about the haul that they were willing to give for Anthony Richardson last year?
0: Um, I, I, I did, and I, but I don't know how valid that dude is. That's talking. I don't. Yeah, know I heard his it from his a few. Right. I don't from from know what the
1: track but you know that was interesting because I wasn't really high on him. Uh, but I thought he had a few, a few good games this year, but quickly to answer your question. No, I'm not afraid of taking risks. In fact, I'm begging them to take a risk. They need to take more risks uh, because this seven and nine, nine and seven, eight and eight years and pop up every four years for an NFC championship game, which you lose yeah, that cycle. I'm, I'm done with that cycle. Let's take risks, especially at this stage when the cutting is done and you're starting to rebuild. Now uh, it's the perfect time to take the risk and it's all kind of lined up. So, you know, yeah. I want to see that. I want to
0: see that risk taken. And that's the thing what people don't understand is whether it's cousins or not, it's still there. Like it's still that we can sign up for two years, get a quarterback like them and dip the next year with them and trade them. Like it's either way. And I'm not saying it has to be cousins. I'm not saying it doesn't have to be cousins. They're going to make that decision. I, my guess is he'll take a good deal and they'll bring them back if you hear everybody in the locker room, including the coaches, right? That's just my guess. But, you know, either way, no matter what, you've you got to take a quarterback in this draft. And if we're going to go Penix, I would definitely add Daniels there because I think they're pretty close to each other. Both of them showed some pizzazz and like, oh, snap, when they were young at different teams. But the last two years, LSU and Washington, in the right system, it was like, oh, wait a second. These dudes are freaking going to get drafted in the first round, which that's not something you'd say um, when you first saw them as young players at different at Indiana and Arizona State.
1: Well, let me let me throw this out here quick. What do you think about showing Cousins the door, targeting maybe two high-end free agencies, for example, Gardner Minshew, T. Higgins, something like that. And you use Minshew as your uh, bridge quarterback, giving you a little more time, whether it's you're working with Penix or Daniels or, you know, Bo Nix or, you know, I'm not a big Bo Nix guy, but, you know, whatever you get. Um give them that full season. Even Mahomes had that first full season where he yeah, got to sit. And I really like, if we're, we're going to take a kid, even if it is Caleb and we move up yep. to two or something, we get him. I, I don't, I want him a year sitting for a year. So let's say you grab Minshew or something, show cousins the door. What do you think about that?
0: I, I don't like the wide receiver. I don't think this team needs wide receiver. I love the kid, you know, but I don't think, I don't think that'd be. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think we can have, are you saying trade Jefferson then or what? Because I don't think we could get those two under control,
1: Yeah, I would say, I think I left that part outside. <laughs> it's hard to understand why I threw T. Higgins in there. I was yeah, yeah. like,
0: what in the hell? How are we going to do all I this? I would say
1: using Jefferson in part of the package to get up to two.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, hmm. That's a great, that's a great example. Um because it's it is something that you'd for sure go get your guy if you put Jefferson in there. Um but the only thing I and if we're being honest, we'd already know uh where Wiggins is going. Like we would have we we'd would have to secure him first, right? Because the draft is, you know, not till May or late April. So my guess is we'd have to secure him first to be able to do that. And I don't know if that would be possible um to be honest with you uh but that's interesting. I hadn't thought of uh that i don't I don't know if we could get that dude in here in the off season to make the decision before, and if we did it sure would tip our hand, but that's okay yeah.
1: that's an interesting point that you brought up the timing of it. I didn't think about that because you, you're right you would have to get. Higgins in free agency, and then we were like, "Well, why are we getting Higgins and then on draft day, move in an undraft day moving Jefferson?" Yeah, and that would be that would be very uh, an and you odd. you could do it before of. that, right? You
0: could do it right. before that
1: technically. Um, you know? What do you <laughs> think about Minshew as a bridge at the right price?
0: Um, I, I don't know. I mean, he might be a little too feisty if you're trying to lose games. Um, but then again, so so is the dude that I said as a backup. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. I would just take the cheaper of the two. And I think that'd be Mullins, but maybe not, you know? Yeah, that's a good bridge. Um, yeah, I just know that he's gonna throw picks, you know? Um, uh, but he's also gonna air it out. So, I don't know. That's a, that's a good one. I just don't know if the timing, uh, matches up there. But just the idea of that, you know, moving on. And then if you do move on from Cousins, then you literally have to get, one of those four guys. There's no in between them. Yeah, that. I agree. You yes. have to, because that'd be fucking stupid uh, to to move on and then not get the guy. Um, so yeah, um, like you mentioned, um, the thing about rebuilding is because uh, you know when we were moving around cash, uh, Skull North was saying, oh, it's going to be a big year this year. Big. Si- well, I don't. If we're going to rebuild, what the fuck are we doing? Signing a bunch of free agents then? You, lose, you overpay in free agency most of the time. Now, if there's a right fit, sure. But I don't want to break the bank, even, and we all ultimately didn't. You know, it's actually the opposite. But I wouldn't want to. What I would like is a, to bring in competition as a veteran guard at the right side. And if there is a center out there, sure. Um, that's the only way I'd move on Bradbury, is, is if we get you know, someone a little better than him in free agency. But then, like you mentioned, I mean, I I want to see some of those guys we got on the defensive line with an actual D tackle that can create hack.
1: Uh, yeah. And we need an nose tackle or somebody that's 320, you know, built for that position. And I think you would see improvement in, in, in Phillips there. Yes. And you would see improvement with Tonga and Bullard and all those guys because you'd have the anchor that, you know, you just didn't have this year and you get really exotic because you had to. And, you know, <laughs> really like, exotic. hearing a lot of shit about, you know, all the floors, how's your magic defense no. you now? Cause they didn't finish well. Well, yeah. You know, like I said, it happened for a stretch. People figured it out. We talked about yeah. it last week. You know, there's only so much duct tape you can use on a defense and th- that needs to be uh, retooled, rebuilt. Um, I mean, first of all, that's another shoe to drop because it's the whole Flores situation. So let's just work under the assumption that Flores is going to be back and he gets to pick his right. daddy. I'm sure he's going to draft. You know, he's going to want another linebacker. He's going to want to deal with whatever one spot was dealt that with. That plays into um, the
0: Cousins thing for me, too. It all does. I mean, because if we can come back with Flores, then all of a sudden I'm like, well, hold on. I want Cousins for another year and draft a court. You know, so it, yeah. it's funky.
1: Yeah, it's real funky. And So. Defensively, if Flores is here, I got a lot of trust in whatever he does, uh, yes. particularly drafting what free agents he wants. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm going to say, hey, yep. you go do your thing, man. I'm glad you're Sorry. back. Get busy. Yeah. I'll get, do you know. want stock
0: options in the team, sir? Yes, we will exactly. give you 10% of the franchise, sir.
1: Offensively, like you said, it's the interior offensive line. If you, if you can't draft the center that you like – uh and you can't find one in free agency that I guess Bradbury will do, but you're going to deal with short yardage situations again. And he's not the greatest in that. And we've been over that time and time again. Um, and then I want two guards, one for sure. And Reisner can do it um, on the other side. But if you could upgrade that position, I mean, that would be Yeah, free agent in a
0: in a rookie or something. Well,
1: And then maybe, you know, late round running back, see if we can get some more juice. And, there you go. You know, and that's it. So, like, again, this is where we all started this tangent, everybody. <laughs> we're not rebuilding. It's not a tear down. We've done the tearing down. It's done. Now it's the re rebooting, I guess is a good way to put it. And and we're just filling in places now. And finally we have capital to do it. And that wouldn't be the case if Casey had not made the shrewd moves he made last year. So this is a progression. Yes. It's a progression. And here we are in this spot in the progression. Next off season, we'll have a lot of other unanswered questions, and to see how those get done. But man, I mean, talk about knee jerk. This guy—he
0: got rid of feelings, for Christ's Christ sake. He he
1: the the Minnesota of... boy. It's it, it's you know just that's relaxing. what I knew he you meant I mean? business.
0: That's what I like this guy. I was like, all right, you're not afraid to get rid of the, the hometown kid. Okay, buddy.
1: Yeah, so that's where we are. And you know, I, two things I cross my fingers for, I guess, is a return of Flores for one more season, which. Taking some of quotes, Chris, it seems kind of, you know, 50-50. I'll go 50-50 on that. Uh, It seems like it's
0: shrinking every day.
1: (laughs) And then I want a quarterback, a young quarterback. That's all, you know.
0: I want you to take your shot. I want you you to take your
1: shot. You know, take your shot because this is the opportunity to do so. You might have another one four or five years down the line, but you have it available right now. Right now. uh, Guys that,
0: you know. Legit dudes. Legit they're they're legit,
1: and if you get a panic, okay. So he's got some health concerns. Fine. Sure. There's been situations like that before. I mean, Sam Bradford had a career, and he had health concerns coming out of college. He was often okay. injured, but don't tell me he that guy couldn't throw the ball. Yeah, he the could. first
0: few years, man, he was winging it.
1: So yeah, I just Vikings. We have to Vikings nation, Vikings fans. You know, let's. It's been a rough. I know we went through this fail in the seventh <laughs> round parade we've gone through a lot of stuff and <laughs> drafting and free agency and then there's herschel walker and all this stuff come on here's the opportunity you hire the guys to do it let them do it trust the process i guess is is the point here
0: yeah and it's funny because dusty baker once again he's just got funny tweets or informative tweets or whatever he's pretty non-biased besides he's a viking fan or whatever right but Vikings drought continues. They haven't reached the playoffs back-to-back years since 2008, 2009. It's like, yeah, it sure did, didn't it? It just found a way to do it. Um, and even before the show, I got some messages saying, are you going to put up the bet that Mackie's talking about that? Because he says we'll win eight games on a third-place schedule with Cousins. And, you know, playing on a first, um, my opinion on what that is, we played on a first-place schedule, and you can't tell me it would have been only eight with Cousins. Come on, dude. You think he's really going to throw that many dumb fucking picks? I mean, he has a track record. of not. Um, and, by the way, he was one of the, like, people love the stats. Okay, go check the stats. I mean, he, he still has more touchdowns than, like, six franchises this year. You know, so, I mean... I'm not saying he's a world beater and he's the best ever and blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying, uh, I don't, I'm not going to pick any kind of number. That's what I'm saying. I think we go over that, but I don't know who we have. So I'm not going to recklessly speculate. That's not what I'm going to do. I'll leave that up to everybody else. And by the way, you know, I talk about score North and in the, these guys, but a lot of these guys do it. They just do it the best. Obviously, if you look at their numbers, you know, I uh, mean, I do respect their numbers. You can't, you can't not. Um, so yeah, that—that's my answer to that.
1: Well, I would um, be. Let me break in quick. This was what would disappoint me
0: in the off-season.
1: It would be anything that slants towards mediocrity or anything that slants towards safety and and no risk. That's what would bother me. Let's say on you, paper. On paper, right? So let's yeah, say we re-sign for a three-year deal, and and then don't
0: we get a fourth rounder?
1: something. Yeah, we get a fourth. Sure. We yeah draft a fourth We'd like quarterback. We like Hall. We
0: like Hall. We're gonna stick with him. Yeah,
1: I mean, just if you don't have any Cajones this off season, because this is the time for it. You know, this is the time to get your quarterback, or at least a guy that you get you can have faith in, or your first you know shot uh, to see what sticks. I mean, hell, you gra- you draft Drake May and he doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world, man. I mean, look at Justin exactly. Fields. Like they're gonna get something for Fields. Let's say they take. Williams at one, they're still going to get something for Fields. They're not going to just sit there and get nothing for him.
0: True. Um, that's a good point. And Fields really could
1: good still point. have a great career. He's mm-hmm. just not your guy for Kid, If they get
0: one good line, then they could be better.
1: Yeah, so so anything that just stinks of status quo and no risk, that will disappoint me this offseason. Other than that, I'm kind of open to all sorts of possibilities. Yeah, I want, but I'd too. like to see you know, where, where those are and how shrewd you can be and and where they prioritize, you, know, you and I, I think, Chris, we're meeting potatoes right now, right? Right? We want offensive line. We want defensive line. I mean, no. that's what we want, we want right? That's what we think we need because we haven't had fronts all year. We've been saying we're getting our ass kicked. Why? Because we've got really great skill position players and no fronts. Mm. And that's a problem. Yeah, do you so want like this young to QB
0: that. to get killed? Is that, absolutely that what you want? Not.
1: No, absolutely not. <laughs> yep. So that's what I said. I don't want to be disappointed, but I'm open to any sort of scenario. It shows me that you're making a positive and assured move forward. You know, that you, even if you're wrong, I want you to be confident in it, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah, That that's really well said. That's a nutshell right there. Any last words about that before we close out with a little uh, D coordinator, uh, up north kid showing off his skills at the All-American game, big name Donald Driver. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if this kid's going to good he's got three years eligibility i like that uh any other items though vikings uh, oriented you're right though it's kind of the most open i could go either way on a couple things that i've been in a long time
1: yeah i'm not going to be upset if they re-sign cousins i will if it's a five-year deal you know right and if they don't i'm not going to be upset if they cut their losses with hunter and let him move on i mean of course i'd rather keep him but i'm open to the possibility so yeah and i mean this season chris was now, when we started this, you know, season opening preview,
0: we, we did not see this kind of a season coming. You know, <laughs> no.
1: Jesus, cousin going down, and and then Jefferson. <laughs>
0: James and, James and, five, seven games, still know, got James to a G though. Still got his thousand. So, so that yeah, he's so damn special, isn't he? Some right, of those he catches he makes, dude, for his size, like how skinny he is.
1: Well, I mean, we got the what if too, Chris. So the you know Addison could have been offensive rookie of the year if Cousins' oh you know, he went down because you would have oh. three or four more touchdowns there, and what a pickup that was, you know. So great yeah. pickup. Yeah, you know, don't lose hope, Vikings fans. You know we'll be back next year, definitely free agency, and definitely draft time. Uh, and you know we just have to kind of sit and wait. It's a holding pattern until we figure out what they want to do. But I, for one, I'm going to give Quaysee a chance. I think you should too. And KOC a chance. I think you should too. That's why they're here. And, and and that's really all I got to say about that is just lay back and see what happens. I know 2022 draft wasn't the greatest draft, but the 2023 one, you got some good players. So we'll see if you can prove again. I will be also upset if you, you know, if you move up and you get your guy and then you get two other draft picks and they're six and seven rounders or whatever. I mean, I'd like to get some better draft picks, but like I said, I'm willing to give up just about anything to go get the guy. If that's, if that's the guy you identify.
0: Yes, well said, well said. So the Gophers did get uh, the D.C. uh, Corey Heatherman, um, Rutgers linebacker coach, but he did spend three years at James Madison before going there, and James Madison is a legit FCS. If you look at total defense, scoring defense, and a whole host of other things, uh, when he was calling the plays in the main coordinator, um, it was good. And, and Ryan Burns adds um, that, you know, um, the fact that he has at Maine and Madison has called the stuff, the 4 two five, you know, which is something that we do. Um, that's important, too. So I do like the hire. It, it has a vibe of within, but it's not. But it's also, like, more experience than taking a guy – Coming out of position coaches, which, you know, we've seen that. They got to come out of, morally, you come out of position coaches, but it is nice, kind of like a head coaching job where it's really nice if a guy goes to a smaller school and, and peaks that school to the top of what it can do, basically. And then he's usually ready for a power five job. Uh, that, it doesn't always go that way, but that's generally a good thing. So I like the higher. Um, like I said, we did get driver. We did get another uh, – um, we got another uh, running back as well um, from Oklahoma who, um, you know, will will definitely probably be depth, uh, if not use. Hey, you know what? Trill Carter left last year, right? That was our kind of playmaker inside. Uh, we were going with the rotation, and, and I believe – Maybe the cash with Texas, right? But also the rotation where he's not the, the full-time. I get way more reps than everybody. I think it all played into his decision. But he actually dips out of Texas now. So I think he's got one year left. Come on home, buddy. Please come on home. I don't even know if that's legal. Um, But the kid from up north, man, this kid, I mean, got a stretch out, lay out, pick six in the – right before the end zone, uh, blocked a freaking punt, had another PBU, had a good tackle for loss. The kid was all over, got the MVP in the All-American game. And uh, I think we talked about this last week, how this is the most we've had. We had four players in that game. I think there's only 101 or 102. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited about this clash in general. A lot of people stuck with it. Um, whether they're from here or not, whatever. Um, So, yeah, it's kind of interesting, man. It, it, it's a big year next year. We keep saying these next two years, but especially for that that Max Broser, the the, the quarterback coming in, man, I, I think it's really key that he's at least, you know, solid, at least a minor upgrade. Uh, we're not going to put him in the first round of the, the draft, but just solid. And that would be huge. But it's kind of fun to see an up-north kid uh shine in a game like that, Aaron.
1: Yeah, you just you know, you wouldn't think it would work out that way. You got kids coming from all over the country, Florida, California, Texas, the hotbeds of speed and, and talent. And then out of you know, northern Minnesota you get a kid who comes in and gets the MVP. And you know, you're talking about the, the coordinator hire um I mean I think it's a good move, Chris I don't know a heck of a lot about him. Uh like you said, it kinda feels in house because he comes from Rutgers, and we're swapping a lot lately with with Rutgers and <laughs> Uh, but he was linebackers coach there, and then there's the the you know special teams guy they brought in Shishansky or something. Yeah, good like call. That. That. What's his name? Um Bob Ligashevsky. Ligashetsky. So you know, hey Bob, he's going to be running to the special up. teams. I've
0: so, been doing uh, you know, that. I've been at it for 38 years, son, and this is how we're going to do our special teams.
1: Yeah. So you know, you won't need to call timeouts, my guys. They know what.
0: To do. And, <laughs> uh,
1: you know different conference i mean i'm here in lincoln riley talking shit about how they're going to cut through every defense um oregon coaches talking shit too like they're going to come through and just wipe the big 10 you know i don't know about that man and there's a lot of uh there's a lot of meat and potatoes in the big 10 and maybe you got speed but there's strength up here that you may not you know so it'll be very interesting to see a big 10 matchup tonight even for the national championship um but yeah, you needed to fill it with a higher, I guess you got to trust his process, and as well as recruiting. Let's see a wide receiver, Jalen Varner. I haven't heard anything yeah. about him, but
0: he's a he's a D two guy that had ninety catches and a thousand yards and twelve touchdowns. Uh, as far as like, you know what you'd call like D one instead of D one A. He obviously comes from D two. Um, Tulane and Washington State, with both both of them produced pretty good offensive talent. Uh, they went after him, but I think that's just kind of like, hey, maybe this kid's got some talent. Yeah, I don't know. Never seen him play, though.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, he's getting in quality, speed, and and strength, and uh, yeah, it's just going to be a strange Big Ten next year altogether. So, it's you know, calling shots there is going to be interesting because how do you match up with the USC or UCLA at home? We just really don't know. Well, I guess we'll know more as we see how they play other Big Ten teams. But until then, it's going to be kind of like, well, is this going to speed going to win this one? And now you got to open up new recruiting beds. And I think that's something that Fleck is doing. And, you know, it's just going to be very, very interesting. Uh, I'm glad that they hired the coordinator. I'm glad it's somebody that appears to run the same defense for continuity. And, uh, but we'll see where it goes. I mean, the way coordinators are coming and going nowadays, it's almost like the
0: players, Chris. Yeah. No kidding. And I will say this. If you look at Utah and, to a lesser extent, uh, Oregon State, um, like defense run the ball, um, they, especially Utah, they, they did pretty damn good there, including winning back 12 championships. And uh, Of late, USC was having all sorts of problems with Utah. Well, we got about seven Utahs over here. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like you said, the style matchup. I think Oregon is pretty built for it just because they can run the crap out of the ball too. And they filled a pretty good defense. I expect now that USC who got the UCLA speaking of got the UCLA D coordinator, which he put a damn good uh, defense uh, together at UCLA at a good old Ukula, Uh I think they will be better on defense. I don't know how much better. That was a big problem for them when it came to meat and potatoes, but, um, yeah, we'll see. It's going to be interesting, and don't let Florida State and Notre Dame join because then you might as well shut the whole thing down. Uh, it, I mean, this that would be pretty crazy, man. Uh, but why don't you uh, get us out of here, son? Sorry. Uh,
1: you catch the show anywhere you get your podcast? Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, make sure you tune in next week for the first Living in loserville podcast with. You know, two teams that are playing very, very well. In fact, the Wolves are playing so well they're wearing their original jerseys. So
0: I mean I, I love that too. They look so it, dude. clean, dude. Uh
1: but their record's incredible and they're just a solid squad. I can't wait to talk about them. And the Golfers are a surprise. Uh beat Maryland last night. So we'll definitely get into that next week. And like you said, if any thing arises viking wise that we deem worthy we'll pop on for a for a purple people leaders podcast and uh other than that though what a season and we'll see you guys uh for free agency